In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. The readings for today are very rich and deep, and they're following the celebration of our Lord's uh, Epiphany. And because it's following, the richness of these readings are also related to um, the baptism of our Lord Jesus Christ. All the readings today focus on baptism. Uh, we are all supposed to, because through these readings, we are all called to remember our own baptism and the gifts we received through our baptism. I don't have enough time to go through all the readings to discuss their importance. But if you can, and I, I strongly urge you all to take these readings, starting from last night's readings and this morning's readings. This morning the Gospel was John chapter 3, 1 to 21. And this is the famous verse, For God so loved the world, is in there. And then the continuation of that Gospel is what we just read now, John chapter 3, 22 to 26. So the church is placing between the morning, and that's not usual, but the church is dividing that chapter between the morning and, and this, uh, the liturgy, so that you can focus on that chapter in your readings. And as well, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 to 39, again, very important in, in how we understand um, we understand our baptism. He tells us to hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. He says, let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking our assembling together, uh, exhorting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. He's telling us what are we supposed to do now that we have this baptism, we receive the Spirit, what we ought to do. The epistle of the first epistle of John, chapter 4, 11, 21. He says to us, of course, he says, If God so loved us, we ought to love one another. And then he says, Because, listen to this, because as he is, he says, as he is, so are we in this world. As he is, so are we in this world. The more that you meditate on what He is, the more that you draw closer to who He is, the more you are called to become like Him in this world. In today's Gospel, we have this short message of St. John the Baptist. St. John the Baptist is, is preaching about Christ. He says, He who believes in the Son has everlasting life. But I want to take one of the verses from the morning gospel and relate it to the Catholic epistle today. The morning gospel, we had for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him shall have everlasting life. And then in the epistle to Saint John, of St. John chapter 4, verse 11, He says, Beloved, meaning those of you who are loved by God, those of you who are loved by God, Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. The last verse of the Catholic epistle also says in verse 21, And this commandment we have from Him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. Now St. John doesn't speak about loving our enemies, only about loving our brother. 
And St. Uh, Augustine, he gives us a nice image that our love is like a fire, which must first consume those who are nearest to us, our brothers and our sisters, and then continue on to further people. It must first begin in the closer circle. What does love have to do with today's theme of baptism? In baptism, you entered into the waters of God's love. And you come out completely soaked and drenched in the waters of God's love. It was God's love that sent His Son into the world to become human, to live and to die for us, and then to rise. And it was God's love that allowed us to follow that same pattern in our baptism. God's love has poured out into all of humanity, as St. Paul says in the book of, in his epistle to the Romans, the love of God is, the, the Spirit of God is poured out into our hearts, and this is also the idea of God's love. And this is through the great sacrament of baptism, we enter into God's love and become ambassadors of it. Ambassadors of God's love. As He is, so are we in this world. And the measure of our spirituality and our faith, I'm going to repeat this again, the measure of our spirituality and the measure of our faith is our ability to love. Do I love God more than or less? Do I follow His commandments more or less? He said to us, if you love me, keep my commandments. Do I call upon His name day and night? Do I eagerly seek Him? In the scriptures? Do I eagerly seek him in the lives of the saints? Do I eagerly seek him in the liturgical assemblies of the church? Have I given him everything? We are now, you know, kind of coming towards the, the end of the first quarter of the Coptic year. If we started in September, we're coming to the end of that fourth of the Coptic year. It's a good time for us to begin to evaluate and make sure that we're on the right path. I presented you with a theme to encourage you, and that theme was Philippians chapter 3, verses 10 and 11, that I may know Him in the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His sufferings, being conformed to His death, if by any means I might attain to the resurrection from the dead. So we have to take now this idea of knowing God and throw in it the idea of loving Him. And that the idea of loving others, this is what we received from our baptism. The ability to love God and the ability, the ability to love our brothers and our sisters. The measure of our spirituality, again, I'll repeat, is our ability to love. Do I love my neighbors more or less? Do I love my family members more or less? Do I love my friends? Do I love my co-workers, my classmates, my colleagues? Do I have compassion on those who are coming from Egypt or those who I see suffering here in the United States? How does my love manifest itself? Does it come through in my prayers? Does it come through in my almsgiving? Does it come through in my fasting? Or when I pray, do I think of myself as doing something great? When I pray, do I say, oh, look, here, you want me to pray, this is my prayer. You want me to fast, this is my fasting. You want me to give money, this is my money. Or does it come with the spirit of love? And what standard can we look to? Of course, Christ is the standard. But for those who feel Christ has become 
has, has sort of given us an impossible example, we can reflect on the story of Jonah. Jonah, we're going to fast his fast pretty soon, but we see how great God's love and God's patience for everyone is in that story. He loved and cared for Jonah, even in his disobedience. God saved Jonah from drowning. God even saved him from disobeying him. God saved Jonah from disobeying him. He saved him from judging the people of Nineveh unjustly. God loved the idol-worshipping mariners who took Jonah into their boat. Jonah's disobedience turned out to be a means for them, those, those sailors, to find out about the true God, and they sacrificed to God at the end of chapter 1. And God, of course, loved the non-Jewish people of the Ninevites, who were a prophecy of the repentance of the Gentiles and their acceptance of God. Because God's love is powerful, the response of everyone has to be powerful. Some people see love as being nice to others and treating them well and not saying bad things about them. That's, that's not love. That's just being a normal human being. Love is when we care for the salvation of individuals. Love is when we sincerely care and are in fact, you can say, preoccupied with the salvation of an individual. And let me point out what others have said about three different there are three kinds of human beings. And you can find this in the book, The Way of the Ascetic by Tito Caliander. He says there are three kinds of human beings. He's like the carnal human, the carnal human who wants to live for his own pleasure, even if it harms another person. I don't care about you, I only care about myself. There is the natural human, who wants to please both himself and others. And then there's the spiritual human who wants to please only God, even if it harms himself. The first is lower than human nature, the second is normal, and the third is above nature, but it is our life in Christ. Spiritual person thinks spiritually. His or her hope is sometimes to hear the angel's joy over one sinner that repents. And that sinner can even be himself. Such should be your feeling. And in this hope you should labor, for the Lord has bidden us be perfect, even as our Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. And to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. All of this... All of this is, is summed up in our ability to love one another. Now, how many people do we love? People that share our last name, people that share our ethnicity. But St. Anthony said our life and our death is with our neighbor. If we gain our brother, we have gained God. But if we scandalize our brother, we have sinned against God. In other words, I cannot be saved without my brother being saved. There is nothing called individualistic salvation in the Orthodox Church. It is not just you and God. It is you, it is God, and it is your neighbor. 
And if we've forgotten who our neighbor is, I remind you of the Gospel of Luke chapter 10, the story of the, the parable of the Good Samaritan, where one of the Jews says, who's my neighbor? And Jesus says, let me tell you a story about the Samaritan who went down from Jericho, from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves. And then a Levite passed, a priest passed, and, and, and then finally a Samaritan came, someone who was enemies with the Jews, and he took care of that individual and nursed him back to health. And Christ's question at the end was, who was acting neighborly? Who was acting neighborly? If you do nothing for your brother or your sister, if you do nothing for your neighbor, you are in fact doing nothing for yourself. So our baptism calls us not simply to reflect on God's love, but to carry that love that has been poured into our hearts in the Holy Spirit to other people in this world. It's not a suggestion. It's not a, if you have time, do this. But it's our duty. And we gather here today and every time we celebrate the liturgy to remember what God has given us in our baptism and to gain the strength through our union with Him in His holy body and His blood to be ambassadors of His love to the world. Glory be to the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever in the age of all ages. Amen.